green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, December 26th. Our Father, invisible above. Today's scripture reading is found in Romans chapter 8, verses 25 through 27 from the Message Translation, which reads, This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant, greeting God with a child like, What's next, Papa? God's Spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who He is, and we know who we are, Father and children. And we know we are going to get what's coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with Him, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with Him. This is God's Word. We are ending the year as we began it, with prayer. We started with 40 days of prayer and a few petitions more. We are finishing with seven days of reflective prayer, line by line, through what we've come to know as the Lord's Prayer, which many call instead the Disciples' Prayer, since it's the prayer Jesus gave to his disciples as a model prayer. You want to know how to pray? Pray this way. Jesus gives us words to use and to lean into, 72 of them to be exact, at least in the Greek of Matthew's Gospel. These 72 words display a marvelous brevity, even as they cover the ground of a total prayer. Yes, sometimes less is more. Most of our translations reflect this same brevity, the King James Version with 71 words, the English Standard Version with 65 words, the Message Translation with 58 words, and that's with a thrice-repeated yes, yes, yes in the place of the more traditional amen. And then the Passion Translation, 98 words. And I enjoy this translation, but I think Jesus would frown a little bit at the length of that prayer. There's no sin in long prayers. Witness Psalm 119 or the prayer of Nehemiah, chapter 9 of the book bearing his name. Prayers can be long, even as conversations can be long. And sometimes they need to be. It's just that they don't have to be. Nor do they have to be dressed up in fancifully flowing speech. Though God enjoys an apt turn of phrase as much as the next. In fact, God invented the apt turn of phrase. The Lord's Prayer teaches us, as Peterson so aptly puts it in the message translation of Matthew 6.6, 6, that we can just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage, allowing the focus to shift from us to God as we begin to sense His grace. 
These words help us do that. And significantly, they are words primarily of petition, of asking. This is the Lord's Prayer in a nutshell. Adoration, address, our Father invisible above. Petition, be made visible here below. Petition, break into this world with your royal rhythms. Petition, do what you will, let heaven and earth meet. Petition, meet our most pressing needs to keep us going today. Petition, cancel our debts even as we do the same for others. Petition, keep us out of trouble. Petition, bail us out when trouble finds us. And then adoration, the doxology, yours the kingdom, the power, the glory, to the ends of time. Forget double-decker or even triple-decker. This prayer sandwich has seven layers of meaty, petitiony goodness. Hold the mail and the pickles. Uh, but then on second thought, throw them in as well, especially the pickles. God always has more room for the pickles that we throw at him. This should teach us something vital about prayer. After all the workshops, all the books, all the techniques, all the theologies, the heart of prayer remains, and always will remain, asking. No matter how much we feel we need to graduate from being such needy creatures, because after all, God surely has more important things to do than tend to my piddly requests, petition remains at the center. So get used to it. Because we're not addressing a distant deity or grueling taskmaster, which is news to many of us. We're talking to a good father. Good fathers love their kids. Good fathers love being with their kids. Good fathers love giving their kids not just what they need, but what will bring unmistakable delight to their faces. Good fathers relish such moments. This is the foundation of this model prayer. All is premised on this, Our Father, who art in heaven, which is the traditional rendering, which actually captures a pivotal whiplash between the imminent, which is what is intensely and decisively here, and the transcendent, what is definitively, mysteriously beyond here and other. Our Father, as intimate and imminent as, well, Dad. In heaven, as beyond and other as, well, heaven. The beauty of Jesus' prayer is that in the first line, he evokes both. God is as infinitely beyond all that we can imagine, ask, think, or conceive, and yet God is intimately in, with, upon, around, beneath, and above us, as in, in him we live and move and have our very being. This is what frames our prayer this week. This is the reality he invites us to allow to frame our lives, as well as our prayer. Let us begin. As you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder this. What does our Father, who art in heaven, communicate to you? Does it communicate distance or profound presence, or perhaps a bit of both? 
Why? Our Father, invisible above, be made visible here below. Break into this world with your royal rhythms. Do what you will. Let heaven and earth meet. Meet our pressing needs to keep us going today. Cancel our debts, even as we do the same for others. Keep us out of trouble, but bail us out when trouble finds us. Yours is the kingdom, yours the power, yours the glory, to the ends of time. So say we all. <laughs>